Hi, my name is Trisha Kissy Nuama, and I am here to just talk about relationships. Relationships is such a loaded word, and so I've been having this desire to kind of do a podcast just talking about um, marriage, relationships, love, um, and I just wanted to kind of do a preview of what this would look like if I came on um, every week and kind of just shared candidly about my own journey. Um, I've been married for 16 years, um, got married very young, um, and so I think that I have some experiences that I would love to share and I would love people's feedback on, and I think that to the younger generation, um, it'd be helpful on um, how to how to get into a, a lasting relationship and the challenges and the you know amazing things that happen with that. It's just so compacted. So yeah, that's what this podcast will be about. And um, I hope you enjoy. guys it's trisha coming to you live at trisha's corner here to just talk a little bit about myself and my journey i think um it'd be helpful if people just kind of hear where i'm coming from before i talk about you know marriage relationships etc so my name is trisha kissy nuama i've been married for 16 years Um, I got married at the age of 23 um, and then had my, uh, I guess, my American ceremony at the age of 24. So I'm West African um, from Ghana and we, you know, we do our traditional marriages and then we do what we call like the American church wedding. Um, And so I was married February 14 of 2004. Uh, Valentine's Day, yes, guys. And it was, you know, it was, I thought I had everything figured out. You know, you finish school, um, you get your degree, and the next thing you check off is you find your soulmate and you get married. And so for me, um, since I've always been uh, this young lady that always wanted to do the right thing as, as opposed to doing the wrong thing, um, those are the steps I thought would be, you know, lead me to, you know, my success, I guess. Um, but yeah, just speaking more about myself. So um, I finished school in 2001. I graduated um, from Oswego State University. And um, I there I began my journey with trying to figure out, you know, what I wanted to do with myself or whatever. And um you know, I wanted to go to law school and become an attorney, and I actually started pursuing that, and that didn't, uh, wasn't fulfilling, and so I diverted and went into mental health, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of let you guys know who I am. I went into mental health, and I've been doing it for over 19 years right now, um, and so when I speak to you about relationships or just just anything to do with emotions and feelings, um, I'm coming from a place of comfortability. Um, yeah, back to my love story, my love journey. Um, I am a the oldest daughter of a bishop, so just imagine growing up and 
uh, you know, having a father who was in the limelight and you always, like I said, always having to do the right thing. So when I was even dating, um, it was always like a secretive thing, right? You would never like share with your parents. It was never something that was talked about. Um, but I knew that my husband was the one when um, my father met him for the very first time and didn't have any remarks as far as like, who is this guy that you're bringing to my house that he looks, you know, this way or that way. Um, and there was this, you know, disapproval in his eyes, even though he didn't share it with me personally at that moment. But um, my husband did take me to my prom, so they got to meet. Um, and it was, it was, it was, it was cool. It was cool. And uh, we dated, uh, obviously, in college, and then we separated in college. And, and it was, it was a good time. And we kind of agreed to go all separate ways because um, my husband is six years older than me and so for him it was like he had already been to college and done his thing and so it was a time for me to sort of explore myself and you know date other people and and I thought I thought that was a healthy uh, choice instead of being stuck so I dated other people got different experiences from that um, and then I graduated and I came home and when I came home, um, it was almost like this automatic, like I was home and we kind of reconnected. And it was, we, we connected as friends and we were hanging out and um, not, we weren't thinking anything, long, you know, longevity. It was just like we were just getting to know each other again. And so we decided to, um, you know, date. And I was clearly dating other people at that point as well. So... Um, we just started to kind of form a, a friendship. And so that friendship obviously blossomed into us saying that we wanted to be serious with one another. And, um, and then it was all she wrote from there. We, we were serious and we were committed to each other. And trust me, we've had our struggles of, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend drama. <laughs> um, but at the end of it all, we just knew that we wanted to be with each other um and so um i we made a decision we agreed and um but trust me my husband was nervous at that time came to my parents and asked for my hand in marriage and um we decided that we were going to take this journey together now remember i'm the girl who just finished school and and your 23 and 24-year-old self versus now I'm 40 is two different people, right? So you have an idea of what marriage is because I got to look at what my parents' marriage was, right? And so you go in thinking it's one thing and then you find out, you know, that it's, it, it, is, it is what you thought, but there's other factors of it that you probably didn't think of. And so for us, we went into this journey um when we moved in together for the very first time after we got married <laughs> and it was for me it was cool like i knew what my role was um as a wife um and i figured he understood what his role was as a husband right and these are not things that um at 23 or 24 you kind of talk about you just assume that you know what each other's roles are and so 
um, for the first few years, it was it was cool because it was like, oh, I think I'm grown. I have my husband. Um, we're doing our thing. We're you know building on this family life, and um, you what you then realize is that. <laughs> You have to get to know each other now, right? You never lived with each other. Um, you never, all the issues that came up when you're dating, you know, when you're dating, everything seems so beautiful and you have this like fresh romance and every, anything your partner does doesn't even bother you because you're just so in love versus when you're married and you have to step into this new reality of you can't run <laughs> and you have to stay with this person that you've been committed to. So... We went on this journey and um yeah it was it was it was definitely definitely an eye-opener in the way i responded as a wife and the way he responded as a husband and uh we just basically was learning and i always remember like i think i saw this um quote or this tweet or something that somebody said like marriage is an empty box Um, And you have to sort of, both of you have to sort of pour into it, right? To fill up the box. And so you come as an individual and then you fill together as as two, as one, you know, and you become one. And so um, that was what those years, the first few years was about filling that box with everything that we thought marriage was about, right? So for me, I saw long-lasting marriage in my parents. I saw love. I saw great communication. I saw support. I saw my mom be my dad's rock. I saw, um, you know, I just saw this love and, and, and this family life that I adored. And I saw my father always taking the time out to, you know, to just embrace my mom and, and love on her. So yeah, I, that those were the ideas, right, that I had. And I knew it was going to be this, this amazing, like beautiful, uh, wonderful story. <laughs> And um, the first few years, it's like, yeah, those are, all those things are there, but then it's like really getting to know one another. Um, and that's the part that I think for most people, they, you know, they lose focus on. It's like you're an individual first and then um, having someone accept you for who you are um, is, is a huge ask, right? Um, and that's why dating is like so important where you're like, you know, courting people and, and getting to know them and asking the right questions. I think for me, since, I mean, it's 16 years later, of course, there's things that I probably would have asked, but in more detail, it's not that the conversations never happen about, Hey, what do you want out of life? What do you want in the family? It's just that, um, at 23, 24, you just assume it's, this is assumption. I think it's the biggest thing um, for me that I, I learned that, that I'm learning from my younger self that we just assumed that uh, everyone knew what their roles were. So, yeah, uh, we lived together. Um, and then shortly after, we had our first son, right? So, for me, having a mother's hat and a wife's hat all within the first year and a half of being married for me it just felt normal right like that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to get married and you're supposed to have kids and and um yeah and that's it you and you dive into that um and so I felt like I grew up rather fast like I had to grow up now I'm a mother I have a responsibility to another human 
um, and have a responsibility to a husband, right? So for me, I just put on my hat of mother and wife and began to do the things, you know, cook, clean, make sure the house was great and cater to your husband and, and, and you know, be there at their beckoning call and never have, you know, any type of confrontation and, you know, just this is what I thought, right? So it's like you just you just do whatever it takes to be um, in a less complicated or confrontational situation. So I, wrote, I, I wore those hats privately and um, my husband also was learning what it meant for him to be a husband and the responsibilities that came with that and being a father. Um, and it was like, it was it was okay like it was okay when i now that i look at it i'm like wow we survived that we survived that um and it was okay and um it wasn't until yeah i think year uh, i want to say i want to say around year four or five maybe five or six i can't remember now where you know you're like okay now i'm in this and I'm in there for the long haul, obviously, but then you start to question, like, did I lose myself in all of this? Where am I as a person? Um, did I, you know, make the dis- right decision to move so fast into marriage and kids? And so all these things start to like just play your mind, right? Because you're you're you survived the the worst, like they say, the first couple of years and you really start to think about, you know, your relationship and do you have a partnership or are you just in a relationship with yourself? Um, and so those things started to kind of, I started to wonder a lot about that. Um, and so, you know, those were another interesting years of our relationship that, you know, I would like to dive into some more um, next time. But I just wanted you guys to know that um, that I'm very much committed to these conversations and that I'm very much committed to sharing my journey and my story about um, about my relationship and, you know, and answer any questions you may have. Um, I know someone sent me a question and I'm about being single and Christian and dating or not dating or saving yourself. So I definitely will dive into that uh, a little bit more um, on another segment. But yeah, I just wanted you guys to know um, where my starting point is and just want to be open and honest. And I think that if we had more conversations and we're more open and honest about marriages and just relationships in general, um, people would be in a better place. So I am just, I'm here today, just just say, hey, and um, I hope you enjoyed this um, first conversation. Thank you. Hey guys, it's Trish again coming to you from Trisha's Corner. Um, I got a lot of great uh, feedback on my uh, Journey One post, and um, I just want to say thank you all for listening. Um, And I just really think that it's, you know, 
it's really a big deal for me to talk candidly about uh, my marriage journey because um, most women like to keep these things private, right? You don't want to share anything that's going to be offensive to your partner or just something that you really don't want the world to know. But I feel like this is a good balance for me to share um, respectfully, obviously, and making sure that my husband is okay with what I'm sharing um, with the world because I feel like um, my story or my journey um, can be able to help someone else, right? And I think that's what we don't do as women a lot of the times we don't share because of fear of judgment or fear of being ridiculed. Um, but life is a, life is about experiences. And so, you know, everyone's experience is different. But most mostly, if I just speak to, you know, some of the challenges that I know most marriages face, right? <laughs> um, it's just, it, it, I think it'll help someone else. So today I want to just continue from where I left off. I think I talked um, to where we were at year five or six or seven. I'm just going to sum all that up. Um, And, you know, we had, we were on, we already had our second kid and she's 13 now. So we had already had our second kid and life was interesting. Um, I was also um, going for my master's and finishing up my master's. And so... Um, obviously having kids and being married never stopped me from like my goal of what I wanted to do in life Um, and I always loved school so for me that's like like a no-brainer right have kids have a husband go to school pursue and continue to pursue your dreams Um, and it's a tough balance right it is Uh, no one never said it would be easy but I think if you're committed to it like most of my friends are that I'm around we're go-getters so we're gonna do it so you know we're in year six or seven and we have our daughter um and we have our son at this point and um you know things are okay financially things are okay um i could be in a much better place at this point in my life so of course i'm constantly striving and pushing Um, And so with that, with those types of situations, you get yourself in a place of um, resentment sometimes. You start to see fault in each other (laughs) because you want to pick blame on whose fault is why, you know, who is it? Whose fault is why you are here right now? Um, And so for me, I just started to notice all the things that I didn't particularly care for that my partner... (laughs) was doing and one of them was like not going to church with me because most of you most of you know I'm a bishop's daughter so you know grew up in the church born in the church and for me it was like that was a no-brainer right um so my husband was like not an active church goer that bothered me um really was kind of relaxed on his own goals and that was not because of um, anything but for him it was just more like I want to I want to be attentive to my family but I just was like okay you can still do that and you know and we can all win right so those sort of feelings started to seep in and I started to kind of nitpick as to like what was wrong or what you know I didn't see was going well I just I just you know 
I guess you get to a place in your relationship where you just like, you start to compare, right? <laughs> and as much as you're not supposed to, you just do. Um, and you feel like, oh, I should have been far off by now. I should have been financially, you know, more stable by now. Or I should have been, I should have, all the should have, right? And um, I found myself in a very, uh, um, just not a good place. Um, and I just wanted to not be married anymore it was crazy like I'm it's crazy for me to even talk about this right now um and I find myself saying you know going back back down the line and saying oh you know maybe I was too young maybe I didn't get to explore more maybe I didn't get to do this or do that and it just kind of it broke me um and if most of you know, like for me, I wasn't as much as people think I'm very vocal. I wasn't as vocal in my relationship. So I really didn't sh- you know, share certain things that were hurting me or say much because I didn't want any real resistance. I didn't want any like, you know, issues. So I kind of stayed quiet for a long time. And things, if, if things weren't well, I just didn't say anything about it because I felt like, oh, that's what a good wife is supposed to do, not complain or not say what she's really feeling so um and my husband's always a talker and always trying to get things out of me and I would just be like oh everything's okay everything's okay and everything wasn't okay um and we went through like a really not 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 so not such a great time at that period in our marriage and um I just felt like I I I wanted a (laughs) do-over it's 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 crazy right um and um, obviously, my husband didn't didn't agree or didn't want that. Um, but I was kind of stubborn in my own sense and was like, "Oh, you know, I'm over this, and I can't continue to be this, you know, this person anymore." And I'm fed up, and <laughs> and um, it was just it was a very gruesome time and a very you know breaking time for me. And I found myself alone. Um, and not alone, like I didn't have friends or family around. I just found myself empty and alone and uh, remembering, going back to the, the way I felt, where I felt I didn't feel supported. Um, these are the things that I was constantly, you know, I was telling myself or I felt alone or I felt like I was the only one doing and, and my partner wasn't, right? So these are just my feelings and, and I wasn't sharing. And so I came to a breaking point in the marriage um, where I didn't want to be there anymore. Um, and yeah, it was tough. It was definitely tough. And we separated. And so, um, you know, and we were like, for some reason, people thought we were just like the most perfect couple in the world, right? They thought we were like Bonnie and Clyde and, you know, we get often compared to like Jay-Z and Beyonce because we, outside world, you know, like we had it all together, but like with any marriage, you have your issues, you have your stuff, right? And um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want it anymore. At least that's what, what my feeling was at that moment. Um, and so we separated for about a year and a half. Um, my husband moved to Ghana and, you know, we still kept in communication, obviously, because we had two kids together, but um, we separated. And I was like, this is my time to live it up. <laughs> 
and you know and it was just it, it felt it felt freeing at the moment like I felt free like oh wow okay great like I have an opportunity to just you know just be and get to know me and and develop into the woman I want to be so you know again remember I'm still like in my 20s right so late 20s probably going into my 30s at this point but I really felt like this was so pivotal in my relationship um and many people wonder obviously like my husband went on and you know like most men how they deal with heartache you know he dated other people and I definitely went on and had uh, a relationship as well and um yeah it was it, it was it was it, it was interesting that's what I have to say I have to say it was interesting and um I found myself still feeling empty after it all, right? It's crazy. So I was feeling empty and I was feeling this and I was feeling that and I felt like I needed to be freed and I needed this moment to grow and oh yes, trust me, I grew through some major growing pains, but it really was like an eye-opener that this relationship or whatever I'm looking for is not going to make me happy unless I'm happy with myself. And that's why, like, I want to speak to, you know, self-love and, 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 and being content and happy with you and loving on you. Because it's so important because when you are defined by relationships, um, you know, growing up as a young lady, you lose your sense of who you are. And I know that the church always promotes marriage and, you know, get out of, you know, graduate, get married. But a lot of churches don't promote self-love and really getting to know who you are as an individual and loving on yourself and what are your strengths what are your weaknesses be in a relationship with yourself and love on you because although I was looking for something different and had left you know separated out of my marriage to feel whatever it is that I wanted to feel a year and a half into it I was still empty And that's when the real work began because I had to journey back to a relationship with myself. And as as I can speak to it now and look back and say that all these things that happened propelled me to get here today, to be stronger, to have this amazing union that I have with my husband um, now. Um, looking back at it, it didn't feel so so good. It just didn't. Um, and when I decided to do this, to separate, I um, didn't get the support of anyone. Like if you know African families, they usually don't believe in separation or divorce or whatever. And um, I just, I was alone. I was alone in my decision to do this. And, um, you know, I never pictured myself as raising kids by myself or anything like that. Did that what? did not cross my mind because I didn't see that with my mom, right? So there was also this this thing with me with this idea or this picture of like, I didn't see this in my mother. And so I felt like my parents felt like I was a huge disappointment because this is not what they taught me. But the thing, uh, the thing about relationships is that, yeah, your CFPAM family can give you the foundational structure, but until you grow up and into your own, that's when you can really be confident. Um, and know what you want out of life, right? 
And I thought I had ex- I had explored all of this in college, right? So here I am thinking, oh, I'm so grown. I explored all of this in college. I got to date. Um, but then I always, I definitely always realized that I was always someone's girlfriend. And I was always, I always had like this label. Um, and I still was searching for me. And so in the years after, you know, we separated, it was really a time for me to really work on myself and really like seek God, to be honest with you, seek God for guidance and direction and um, healing and finding a, a, a place for me to feel wholesome. Um, and it really, it really is work that people usually don't want to look because you have to look at yourself and you have to look at your flaws and all and you know and and you accept yourself good or bad for everything you are and it takes work and it really did take work and um yeah it was it was definitely a a rough journey in in it in, in it all um but definitely um I wouldn't change anything about that if I want to be completely honest with you, I wouldn't change anything about how everything transpired because it helped me to get to this place now, right? 16 years in um, and two additional kids on top of that. And so for my husband, if I could just speak a little bit to his growth, he, you know, it's like, I think in the beginning of the marriage, it was something like you, you it's a checklist that you do when you get married and you kind of just try to figure it all out but I think the second time around when we decided to make things work it was more that we chose each other in that moment we chose what was important to us we chose what we wanted to see out of this life we chose to have conversations that were hard and difficult um and I don't think those things were happening in our earlier part of our relationship and and like for now like if if I stay silent for anything my husband will be like babe what's wrong what's what's going on with you what are you thinking because I want you to share um because he can you know he can go back to that time where I didn't share I just kept everything inside so it's really it's amazing to see the growth now um because it's because we're here right um but it was definitely um a journey um and I just really think that if people would be honest about those sort of things in their marriage, um, more young people would get into a marriage with, you know, with a different idea of what you're getting. And so, you know, we got back together and um, it was a rekindlement of our love and, 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 and it was great. And and we really, really, I'm be completely honest with you guys, have no issues, um, no, like no real issues that, you know, you become best friends again, you fall in love again, and it's because you know who you are. Um, and that's why sometimes when people say like, you know, getting married in your 30s and 40s, and sometimes you, you are, you know, sort of more... I just want to say more experienced, more stable. Your mindset is different. It's, it's, it's really a thing, you know, because I felt like it was a difference, a switch up of, of, of how things were in the beginning versus um, how we were later on in our marriage. Um, and so just to speak a little bit to the separation again, um, we separated and um, I remember <laughs> I, I remember this day when my dad called me um, 
to sit down and wanted to talk to me about, you know, working things out with my husband. And I was like, I was, you know, we were, we were already talking about it. So for me, I was just like, okay, this is something that I'm willing to give a, a second chance to, right? Um, and, you know, my husband had called and said, hey, you know, I know that we're thinking about, you know, working things out, but I want to be completely honest with you. Um, and he dropped the bomb. And he said, uh, I think I got someone pregnant in the midst of our separation. And if I am going to be completely honest with you, my heart fell out of my stomach so hard. <laughs> just It's just like from my chest, just hit the ground. Like my stomach was in knots. And I said to myself, my God, like my decision is what has, this is the outcome of my decision to separate, right? And this is what I always told myself. Well, I never, ever, ever want to be with a man that has any kids outside of his matrimonial home because I don't want to deal with that drama. And you know what God said? Oh, honey, you don't want to, but that's what you're going to live. (laughs) And um, yeah, it was definitely a moment of frustration, um, pain, uh, sadness, um, just a plethora of emotions that literally came over me. And um, I had to think about, is this something that I really want to get back into as much as, uh, as we're, we're inching and in, back into the conversations about it? Now, now I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta check this at the door right now because I need to make sure this is something that I want to process through. And for some people, it's it's like a no-brainer. Like, oh, this is what it is and I have to deal with it. But for me, I had to really process through. I really did. I really, really did. And um, it was a difficult, difficult processing it. It was. As you hear me exhaling, just thinking about it. But um, yeah, that was definitely another moment that you know what you guys are gonna have to wait till my next podcast for me to just talk a little bit more about that piece of it all so this is your girl Trisha thank you for listening and I hope that this is going to help someone else in their marriage in their relationship thank you be well Until next time. Hey guys, it's Trisha from Trisha's Corner. Um, I'm coming to you to get you guys today. I I realized that um, in trying to get through my journey. Um, I needed to kind of slow it down um, a little bit. And I know you guys are all waiting for the (laughs) moment of um, (laughs) um, that I left off on on my last uh, podcast with where um, I had been separated for a year and a half and um, me and my husband were working through our uh, marriage and we decided to make it work. And then he told me he... Um, 
possibly had a kid on the way. So yeah, I mean, that is definitely uh, a series all within itself, just the processing through. But before I go there, I want to kind of slow it down and just go back and just talk a little bit about some of the things that kind of led me to the place of I want a separation. I think I, 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 I kind of glided over it and it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I think it more so is that um, I wanted to guys kind of give you guys a preview of, of just my life. And it's kind of hard to sum up your life in a few moments. And so forgive me for um, sometimes just going through so quickly. And remember, um, I'm going back to a memory that <sighs> sometimes wasn't always the greatest. So yeah, just excuse that part. Um, so, you know, many people have been asking about, okay, so you got to a point where you wanted to separate, but what were the sort of defining moments for you that made you think about maybe this is not something you want to be committed to? Um, and I just, I want to speak for myself. Um, I don't want to speak for my partner, my husband, but for myself, um, it was just really more so that going into this at 23, 24, my experience of what I was hoping for or looking to, it just wasn't what it was in that very first few years. And so, um, and that's, 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 you know, that's just to speak to a number of things. A lot of people's uh, relationships or marriages are not an open book. So if I had someone that had a podcast years ago that I could listen to, maybe, maybe that would have gave me some sense of clarity. But I think that, I think if I, if I slow it down, I, it, marriage to me was more of a checkbox. It was more of, hi, I successfully graduated college, I got a degree, I'm in a career, and now it's time to get married, right? So it just just didn't seem like a natural flow into it. Although, you know, you're in relationships when you're dating and things like that, and you feel like, oh yeah, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Yeah, I mean, every girl, most girls think like that. I don't want to speak for every girl, but I'm just saying that I just didn't get to experience really real true relationship till later on in my marriage and that's why if i slow it down and just reflect over those moments it was really about checking off the fact that i had did it and i was married and i was the first of my father's children to do it right so if i want to be completely honest that's sort of where my headspace was Um, and of course, obviously I'm doing it with somebody that I love, right? (laughs) So for me, it was like a no brainer. And so I think so so many times the culture plays a lot into the culture in the church, if I'm going to be completely honest, plays a lot into this desire for you to be wedded, um, and, and it's okay not to have that desire. I should, I should, if I'm going to own that, it's okay to not have it. I mean, I had it, but it was more so of, um, I don't, I'm not really sure what I'm getting myself into. Um, and it was just 
my parents did it and they survived, so I'll do it and I'll survive. That's sort of the thought process that comes along with that. So I um, I definitely went into it with that type of mindset. Um, and again, my husband was, I think, 26 or 27, fairly, very young, and obviously thinking, I remember he used to always say, I'm going to get married in my 40s when I'm, like, settled and I'm not going to get married so young. <laughs> that was always a thing, but, you know... Life has a different way of um, of writing itself. So, yeah, if, if, if I'm slowing it down and just reflect on that moment, that's sort of why I jumped into it. And then it just became a routine that, or a checkoff, like, I'm married, I have kids, and this is this is what life is supposed to be like and so whatever feelings that i have attached to it doesn't really matter because that's what it's supposed to be (laughs) and i keep bringing back to the relationship with myself and just literally knowing who i am i didn't know who i was at 23 or 24 well at least i thought i did um and so i can speak in such confidence now and it's not like i'm so old but it's just that uh yeah, 19, 20 years, you, you grow a lot. <laughs> and growth has a lot to do with it. Um, and you experience uh, life and, and it's everything that it has to offer you. Um, and so you, speak, you can speak from a place of maturity, but I'm not sure if I could have spoken from that same place at 23 or 24. You understand? So we, you know, we journeyed into this thing both very young and very, you know, just impressionable that's what I should say um and we did the best that we knew how and there was no manual or no books or no teachings that we got really um from anything outside of a like our media family um and we we did the thing like we went on the journey we explored what it was and in exploring that, sometimes you come to a place in your life, it's just as an individual, where you just really start to look at, um, is this where I want to be? And more so for me, that's, yeah, that's what sort of started to come up. Um, is this where I want to be? Is this, did I rush this thing? Was I not prepared and trust me my husband had the same kind of thoughts obviously just if you're human you're gonna think those things um but we took a step of faith and that's what marriage you take a step of faith and and you pray that all goes well but while you're praying that all goes well there's work that has to be done for it to go well and I think that I was always committed to doing the work um or at least I thought I was um Cause now looking at it, I wasn't a great communicator, so um, and I didn't communicate a lot of my thoughts or my feelings. So yeah, you know, when you look at issues in a marriage, you have to look at it from both standpoints, and and it's important for you not to blame, like play the blame game, because nothing really good comes out of that. Um, but but I can admit to just being in a place of wanting more, wanting more out of a partnership. Um, and you know, my husband says something to my, my very best friend, uh, recently, 
Um, and he said, um, he had a conversation with her, which stuck with her. He said, you know, my 26, 27 year old self, I just didn't know. I didn't know. And now that he's well into this thing, he can, he can speak to it from a place of growth. So sometimes you have to allow that room and yeah, you're going to have your ups and your downs and your, and your stuff, but you have to allow that room. So for me, it was really that I started to look to see and to compare, right? And sometimes that's not always a good thing. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah, that started sort of the, the, the mindset that I had that, oh, I want more. Maybe this is not for me. Maybe I deserve better, whatever better was. And the, the, and the you know, because the grass is always green on the other side, like my husband would say, until you get there. <laughs> Um, but for us, um, we just, yeah, I think we were just young and learning through what real commitment meant. And, um, that comes with a series of issues. Um, and I remember just feeling like I was always more committed for some reason. Like this is just in my head cause I never shared it with him, but, and, uh, and he was committed in his own right. <laughs> Remember, he had his level of what he expected out of a marriage, right? So I think the biggest takeaway for anyone listening to this is communicate. Communicate with your partner. Because um, then you will get rid of all the assumptions or what you think um, the person's feeling or dealing with. Um, and it, it, it just helps so much better. <laughs> And sometimes it's the hardest conversations that you have to have and the most painful ones. But you, I mean, for the growth to happen, you have to have it. So, yeah, I was feeling all of that. And um, I remember my parents coming by and my husband's uncle coming by to sit down and talk with us. Because we're big on, like, culture and making sure your family is a part of, you know, your support system. And they were like, you know, what is the issue? Like, why don't you want to be here or be in this marriage anymore? And I think I just was like, I just don't want to be. Because <laughs> um, in my head, I might be thinking like, oh, <laughs> um, there's something better, right? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what, that's what women always think. So... My husband pleaded with me, like, don't make this mistake, you know, it's not, it's, I, you know, I can be better, I can do better and whatever. And he was never like, I just make myself very clear. He was never um, an oppressor or like an abusive partner or no, totally. Uh, my husband's respected me. Um, he just, you know, he just has respected me and been so um, respectful of who I am. And uh, it's more so that I think I just wanted a difference. <laughs> I know I can like honestly sit here and think about it. And that's the truth. And um, yeah. So, of course, 
whatever is not right in your relationship, like I said before, you start to pick at it or you start to obsess over it. And I mean, they're real things, uh, real issues. (laughs) But it then becomes uh, the issues that pushes you to the forefront of saying, hey, I want a separation. So... Yeah, I think it's important for any any marital couple to talk and to speak about each other's goals and what you want out of life and not to assume the other wants the same. And I think that was my biggest sort of lesson that I didn't do, we didn't do in detail, sort of like a general thing. But again, I'm 40 now, so (laughs) so much. I probably would be like, I need your business proposal right now for this marriage at this point. (laughs) It's just, but um, it's yeah, it's it's been it's been in a great journey. It really has, and a powerful one, Um, and one that I am okay with being open about so i just wanted to slow it down from to the separation so you guys can kind of get a sense of where my head was those years so i would definitely dive into and fast forward into when we decided to go back into a relationship again in my next podcast. Thank you. Hey guys, it's Trisha from Trisha's Corner coming to you live and direct from my corner in my office. Uh, today's um, conversation I know you guys have been waiting for the moment when you know your husband tells you that there's a possibility he may have a child and the moment where you've been thinking about working things out and getting back together so this was a very interesting moment for me and like I told you guys in the beginning, or in the podcast too, um, God has a funny way of doing things. I always told myself, I don't want to be with anyone that has a kid. And this was just like obviously going into my marriage. Like, I am not going to do that. Because that's my um, sort of deal breaker. <laughs> but God has a, such a sense of humor. Your deal breaker is where he's going to teach you that you can pretty much deal with anything you say you cannot deal with. (laughs) So I, um, yeah, I took time to think about what it meant to accept him, my husband, and the possibility of this, um, of a child. And, um, and for me, it's not about the, like the child, 
is will be loved either way because that's how my heart is just so pure and it's not about that it's about the remembrance if i want to speak honestly it is about the remembrance of a time in my life where you know i made some pretty not great decisions so i always felt like this was a direct effect of my decision to separate and sort of like a consequence or a punishment i don't know i'm using that word but cuz that's what feels right right now and so in the first few years as we were you know working things out and, and working back to a healthy and wholesome place every time that came up for me it was this conversation about there being another child it just was a remembrance of a not good time that's really what it was and that constant reminder that you made a decision to sep- to separate and so this is what you got what you said you couldn't deal with and you know my husband was very upfront about him not knowing the right or wrong thing to do and how to go about things but that we would do it together cuz he has an amazing heart for his children and he was just like I'm going to love this person you know as much as I love my kids that I have with you so I mean for me it was not like that was going to change anything of my relationship with him cuz who I fell in love with was a kind-hearted um will give you the last of everything he has off his back <laughs> so for me it was just more so of I didn't think I would be able to deal I just didn't think I would be able to deal with it sorry and I'm getting emotional just talking about it but yeah it was that reminder that reminder of a decision that I made and of course you know he has to take responsibility of doing what he did in his part but it wasn't like he cheated on me and or had an affair on me it was you know he at right he was doing his own thing at that point so i was glad that he was at least honest with me to tell me that and um yeah this was a this was just a di- direct result of my bad decision this is how i was feeling this is how i was processing it um and it was hard it was it was hard it was hard but i really had to put all that pain connected to that very situation and give it to my higher power which is my god to be honest i'm really talking it through with my best friend about how i really felt um and you know she's always been an amazing support for me so really helping me dissect the feelings and the layers of the feelings that that were attached to this very loaded situation um and it just became clear that this was just a reminder of a decision that i made and so every time every time every time i would feel so hurt when the conversation did come up about about it and so 
I had to let go of that hurt. I had to let go of those feelings. Because it's not like, I wasn't, I don't want to, I think I'm putting a lot of blame on myself. Um, Because I was holding all these feelings. But it's not really about a blame game. It's just, I just didn't want my family to be extended in that way or me to have to deal with another person (sighs) in my marriage already I'm already trying to work things out with my husband and get back to a place where you know we both want to be so that was definitely something to continue to work through because it's not a it's not a one day fix you know, these things don't just get fixed in one day. But it takes time, and time heals all wounds. Truly believe that. And um, my husband would share, obviously, with me and just everything he was feeling. So I made it, obviously, it's not something that was done behind closed doors. It made it open, and honest conversations were happening, and I would just, I would be that support. But I had to get to a place of healing to be able to be that support for him and because everyone deserves to have both their mother and their father in their life so once I got to that place of I had to be that support because if it was the wheels were turned or it was me or whatever I would want the same type of support so I want to say in the first few years of that, that was what I did most of the time. Work through the healing, work through the tough conversations when it did come up, work through my emotions, and really detach um, a lot of the things that, or pick apart a lot of the feelings I had um, associated with that, which I said was my deal breaker, right? <laughs> so... Yeah, we are a pretty strong couple. We really are. We really are. And it's amazing to be here now um, to say that we are a testimony, a real, a real true testimony of when two people want something so bad to work, they will do whatever it takes to make it work. And that's what we did. And... Um, Shortly after getting back together, we had baby number three. And that was our little love child. <laughs> it was different. That, that whole pregnancy was different. And there was this amazing love that flooded our hearts um, that came with that pregnancy. It was, it was just it was beautiful to be a part of and just beautiful to just talk about it. Um, because it was new, it was fresh, it was, we were working towards something, we were putting things in that empty box that I talked about together as partners, um, and being very clear as to what the vision and the goal of, of, of our marriage was, and, um, yeah, we, we, we did it, we did it, we did it. And, you know, 
know, we didn't need any validation from anyone outside to say, you guys are just an amazing couple. We knew that. <laughs> we knew that we both had so much to offer each other at this point. Um, we were well into this thing and had shared so many, you know, experiences that we knew that it was, um, that it was different from the beginning. And so I just really think that many, many marriages face challenges and sometimes people feel like they're not strong enough um, to withstand the test, right? Um, And I obviously didn't think I was going to be strong enough to withstand the test or be here on this side of it all. Um, with this amazing human being that I call the husband that has been my rock and been there and really cheers me on and pushes me to be my greatest and um, really, really knows what it means to sacrifice, you know, his personal journey for his family because he wants to make sure that his family is good. And in return, all I could do as a wife is make sure that I'm there and I'm supportive of his journey, of whatever it is that God has put before him. So, yeah, I'm like emotional just talking about this because I definitely do not talk to people outside of my circle about any of this. But my obviously my close friends know, my fam, close family Um, But yeah, I think it's important for us as women um, to be honest and open because there's power in the share. We have to share, right? And I think I was able to go on and help a lot of my other friends in their marriages when their test came (laughs) And I just saw things from a different light or a different perspective. And and I can be a sound reasoning board. And I, I definitely would never be that friend that would be like, you need to do X, Y, and Z. Because I didn't, I didn't have that type of friendship with anyone. People literally supported in a way that people need the support. I don't need to say, I told you so. Or, you know, you're a bad person or whatever. <laughs> It's just we still having honest conversations with people that can allow you to freely make your own decision. Yeah, that's the type of support network I'm, I'm a part of. And I love my sisters and love my girlfriends very dearly. So I know you guys were thinking that I was going to give you big drama. But um, the rest of our years became very easier to go through together it really did and then there was baby number four and we were challenged at that point challenged in a good way not challenged in a bad way but remember, we are 
committed parents, committed to each other, committed to our relationship. So, yeah, we, um, although we never planned for baby number four, <laughs> I definitely, definitely was not looking forward to it. We are so internally grateful that we have our youngest and our last born. So I'm going to stop right there. Because baby's number four's journey deserves a moment by itself. Thank you for listening.